0: Tell them to come in 30. Uh, Hunter's freaking out. Uh, bam, we're live. Hunter's freaking out because I haven't sent him a link yet. Hey, whoa, Caleb, look at you. You got it now. Did you get a haircut or your hair's growing in? Haircut. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were bald already. More bald. <laughs> Extra bald. I don't mean this at anyone in particular. You have to understand that to anyone who's listening. I do not mean this to anyone in particular. I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, but you have to know that nine out of the ten people who try to come on this show who who try to participate in this show you you it's like going to try out for the n f l and you hi good morning elise good evening uh you we're already there. You think that you want to um you think you want to play with Caleb and and Will and Matt and me you don't. We're we're not playing. We're not playing. We need other people but we're not playing. We're already going 500 miles an hour. We're already there. We already think we've arrived. Do you think you've already arrived? You don't have to have the talent. We don't need anybody who's talented. We need people who like know that we're already there. You know, you would just had never have an excuse. Like you're the luckiest person in the world to participate in this show. I don't want to like, that's how I feel. I can't help it. And so those of you who've tried to come on or who want to be a co-host or who said you're going to help us with shit and you're just not like trying to be like, I didn't know Caleb and Souza were going to be here just now. Everyone's like running to keep up and this thing's like a train and it goes by every single day And caleb and matt and me i'm um, try to jump on and will tries to jump on And there's people that we invite to jump on because they they beg to jump on And we keep driving by their house and they don't jump on and I get it like it, it you, you can't believe That this train how hard this train is working. We're already there guys so those of you who've had the opportunity, I just want you to know that like, eventually this train won't go by your house. <laughs> I'm just trying to give the metaphor. I just feel sorry for some people who act like they want to be a part of this club, but and, and, and the door's like wide fucking open, but they really don't. Because they don't understand. They don't understand. Right now, it's a 3 billion ton train that's going 8 miles an hour, and tomorrow it's going to go 9, and eventually it's going to go 60, and you'll never be able to catch it. And kudos to Caleb, Matt, and Will for getting on like crazy. I are you seven strong? I'm no, I'm seven Adam Matosian, but I'm getting I'm pretty fucking strong right now. your value? You name? Adam A R A M. Uh, My son's name is Joseph Strong. Joseph Strong Matosian. 13K to to oh, is it 13 K? No, 300 billion tons. It's big, bigger than 13. It's, it's <laughs> a massive train. Thank you. That 13 K 13,000 ton. Is that big enough? I don't know. It, it reminds me of like what Matt and Josh used to say. Like everyone says that they're working as hard as they can, but they're really not like we're, we're working as hard as we can. You want to be a part of it. It looks like it's fun. I told Matt today, uh, uh, um, Susan today, I called him. I go, I'm fucking so burnt out. Why did I choose to do another show today? Because that's what fucking Colton Mertens does after he fucking <laughs> gets off the Tyson pig farm. Because I, I have surround. I surround myself with people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Trina gets it before. I could even say it. Roscoe. The you fuck don't win high rocks as a senior <laughs> citizen.
1: Who the fuck are you guys?
0: You don't know, win High Rocks as a senior citizen by fucking taking
2: days off. <laughs> this is the open show. Just, they just let anybody on this one.
0: Holy shit, dude. What's up, bro? Are you tripping?
1: Are you tripping? <laughs> you beat the world record by two minutes? Yeah, bro. I just spent way too much time working out. Way too much time. <laughs> hey, I, I talked to you before the event and you said you were going to retire. I am gonna retire. What's it's wrong with that?
0: Nothing. It's just amazing. I'm so, I'm so impressed. Thanks, brother, man. I'm um, so, I'm so, 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 so impressed, Caleb. I have to kick you off. Too many people. Wow. So, oh, you got the boot that quick? Yeah, but well, you could bring him back like that too. Fuck, oh, that was heavy. Bye. look, <laughs> watch this. Hi, bye.
1: <laughs> Hi. Where do you guys all exist? in your head that's pretty true actually been losing my mind a lot lately the kind of places that you need to go to to get that kind of performance out of your body is um is pretty much i videotaped it and didn't post it today just because i was like i don't really want to talk about this on social media because then it's just gonna I, i don't really care to give people that not that i don't care about people it's just like it's odd but since you guys are my friends um the kind of Do place you even know
0: had. him. Do you know the guy down there below, Matt Souza? Have you ever met him?
1: Mm-mm. Oh. I'm kind of pretending you. that I'm just in an intimate room with you, on. Oh, I okay, kept yeah. behind you in the seventh grade in English class. Did we really? No, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I can an, kick his ass to the curb too. Watch, watch, watch. Bye. I was, I was an asshole like back a, then in seventh grade, so. I I really hope that we weren't in the same class because that would you be good
0: bad. You gave him a snuggie in the seventh grade. Okay, pretend like we don't know each other so good, and I want to ask you some
1: questions. Yeah, let's do this. Let's get deep and meaningful.
0: Um, uh, stop flashing your beaver. <laughs> that guy's <laughs> name is C Beaver, Caleb Beaver, but we just call him C Beaver. And someone made a joke. Stop flashing your beaver. Um, Hunter. Um. Ha- so, t- so you competed in the Hyrox World Championships this past weekend.
1: It wasn't World Championships; it was just the last event that you could qualify for World Championships. So, it was stacked for sure. It's kind of like um, the best way of putting it would be like winning a um, sectional or something like that.
0: H Y R O X. Yes, I don't even and, know what that means. And this is in. How many years have you been participating in these events?
1: Um, I did my first one in 2019, but I've been doing the version of sport, what this is called, which is fitness racing since 2017. Um, you know, other companies like Tough Mudder had a championship, um, called, uh, TMX that was very similar to this shorter, but similar. Um, and that's how I got into all this stuff. And actually a lot of CrossFit games, athletes used to come and compete in that annually. So now, you know, there's, this thing's a much more developed version of it where it's an international sport. It's branding. huge in
0: Germany, right? That's kind of, it's.
1: Yeah. Every single event in Germany, they're, they, they're putting on probably <coughs> two to three events a month between two and 3000 people. And then you Euro- in, in the UK, they're putting on one every month or every other month, anywhere from two to 4,000 people participating, not just showing up. Um, so it's a pretty packed fitness event.
0: And it's the same. Will you tell me the course really quick?
1: Um, the best way to explain it is basically it's, it's like a circuit. It's a running circuit where it's like Helen, but like way, way, way more work. Every single time you do a thousand meters, you have to come in and do a fitness challenge. And all of the fitness challenges are kind of representations of all the sports that are out there. So obviously erg is Nordic skiing, Sled push is like bob sled. Sled pull is like strongman, tug of war type shit. Burpee broad jump is just fitness. Rowing is Olympic rowing. Um, farmer carry, strongman, lunges is just a fitness movement. And wall balls—you're you're looking at all. Um, that's not pro weights or pro reps, but um, those are the movements you need to do. Uh, so we okay. have to do 100 wall balls at the end with 20 pounds.
0: Okay. So it's, um, uh, hold on. Uh, what's after sand what was after sandbag? I want to see that one more time down there. Sandbag and then well, wall, just, balls. wall balls. Okay. And then do you finish with the run? No, no. You finish with the wall balls, sandbag
1: yep. um,
0: wall balls. Okay. So everyone, I'm going to tell you what the event is right now. Not with the reps. It's a thousand meter run, then a skier. Then it's a thousand meter run, it's a sled push. It's a thousand meter run, it's burpee broad jump. It's a thousand meter run, thousand meter row. It's a thousand meter run, it's kettlebell
1: swing. No, no, farmer carry, 200. Farmer yards. carry.
0: Uh, thousand meter run, sandbag um, lunge.
1: Sandbag lunge, yep, 100 lunge. meters Ooh, and 65 that's pounds.
0: Brutal. And then a thousand meter run, and then wall balls. 100, yes. Yeah nasty and you and you've been doing this um what was the slowest world record you've ever set in this like when you first set when, when you came in or, or when you came into the sport do you remember what the world record was it was over an hour right
1: no the world record was fifty-eight, fifty-nine. it's fifty-eight, fifty-nine. but here's the thing and i they they don't like admitting it but the european courses are very different from the american courses they use different material and different fitness equipment and then also the halls, like they don't have big arenas like we do here in the United States. So the way that they set these things up is they take um, convention so. centers and they put them inside of them. But usually, for some reason, all of the arenas in, in Europe are much smaller. Smaller and, with
0: what, an H, S-H-M, smaller? Yes, yeah, sh- smaller. Okay. And okay.
1: what happens is... is Technically, everything is supposed to be the same distance, but because of the way that they design the course, um, the inside, like the travel that you have to do between stations in the United States is always much further. So that's called the rock zone. So that's another time domain that like where they measure how long it takes you to get from station to station. And um, ours are always like two to three minutes longer than the European courses. So European times are for pussies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, what, what what are the – why the term rock zone?
1: Well, high rocks. So rocks is oh, oh. some kind of German – it's something in German. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's the rock zone.
0: So the high would be like the penis and the anus, and the rocks would be like the space in between the two.
1: That would be the gooch.
0: The gooch. <laughs> the gooch zone. The gooch zone. The gooch. I have to. I have to – sorry, I like to put everything in context so I can understand it into my – in, into my world. And so yeah, what about the it. other implications of the equipment? Are you suggesting that maybe the kettlebells would have a, a thicker grip, sometimes thinner grip? Are you saying that sometimes the sandbags are softer or heavier? So they sit easier on your shoulders when you're doing the lunges um, like that even, or pr-
1: predominantly the biggest factor is that they use different sleds than us. And I know this sounds, I mean, you'd have to really be into it. It's like, it'd be almost like lifting, doing Olympic lifting meet with an Alico barbell versus like one of the barbells they used to use back in like the 1920s where they didn't have ball bearings. Right. So they use different carpets. And for some reason, the way that their <laughs> carpets over there work, you know, you'll notice if, if you watch one of the videos, I prefer, at,
0: I prefer a seventies, 1970s carpet Bush to the road. more modern shag. I really shag. like it. So see, see
1: all that carpet that they're using right there. Yes. In the United States, for some reason, our carpet and sleds just stick differently. Like I'm 200 pounds of pure muscle and, I don't even come Noted. within one minute of the time to, times that it takes them to do the sleds. And you'll notice the guys that I'm racing against over there are so much smaller. It's not like, it, you know, it's you just see it. And when I went over there and I raced um, for world championships in 2020, I pushed the sleds in like a record time because it's just different material. But the thing is, is like – Is that I you always, in the background there with the fro? Uh, yeah, you can see my mom in the background looking all yeah, the sex, that's awesome. sexy uh-huh. and shit. Uh (laughs) um so in but it's always about who wins on the day you know in reality you can bitch and moan about the courses but world championships are in vegas on may 14th and that will be in this arena everyone's got to do the same thing so at the end of the day the best man wins
0: wow yeah Hey, um, uh, can someone call in on the call-in number? I want to see if the call-in number is working. I, I, I switch – oh, shit. I can't even do the banners. I can't even – I switch phones. I just want to see if it works. Okay, so you're saying you did it on a – what's even more amazing is not only did you break the world record by two minutes, but you Again, did it – on
1: American soil.
0: Yeah, where, where some of the equipment is. So, so if someone did it even like within 30 seconds of that time next month in Europe, you would be like, eh, not so much.
1: Yeah, but I try not to say anything about it publicly because it's just like, then you just sound like a sore loser. And I right. really like the guy Toby who set the world record. Before Hello, me. caller. Hi. How are you?
0: Oh, so many callers right. calling in. All right. So it works. Thank you for calling.
1: Okay. Do you have Do you have Whack Packers? Yeah. What's up? Hey, just so you know, I just did the High Rocks event in Dallas too, where Hunter
0: was. Yeah, I almost hung up on you. You got to, you got to speak way faster. <laughs> Fucking kicking uh, you to the
3: curb, homeboy. That,
4: that carpet, that carpet, absolutely stunned me. Like I literally thought I was going to throw up after the sweat push, and that was at just the regular weight.
0: Well, are you two hundred pounds of just um roided I'm up not, muscle like I'm Hunter? Not muscle, no, not not like Hunter. But yeah, I do yeah, have a ton wow. more respect for Hunter since he did that. Like oh. fifty-five minutes beat double time. Did you see Hunter so, there? Yeah. Is he cool, or does he just walk around like a prick, like he knows he's <laughs> the high rock <laughs> shit? He, he thinks he's so fit man. But good thing he actually is. Look at <laughs> he beat fucking second place by five minutes. <laughs> Hunter was already talking to Scott's wife before that shit was over. <laughs> hey, Scotty. Okay. Hey, thanks for calling. Wait, thanks for calling. Hey, Brandon
2: Luckett. You recognize that name?
0: oh no shit yeah uh wow they calling?
2: uh
0: hello mr fields hi how are hi, you Sivan. hey how you doing man good uh what's up hunter i'm in your heyos uh group uh sick fucking
4: job uh getting the uh uh sorry i just walked outside um getting the world record wait um, what
0: group are you in with him in, his, in his aa group yes
4: Yeah. Good one. Good one. Um, So at the beginning of the podcast, Hunter was going to say something um, before Savant interrupted him about like a certain
0: (laughs) about a certain mental uh, mental headspace. Like you have to get him to win.
1: Um, He wasn't saying shit about that. Was he really? Yeah, he was. You just trying... tried interrupting him, bro. It was like actually interesting. Oh, okay. You, Sorry. You suck at doing podcasts because <laughs> oh it's yeah, never really it is, it's never really informative. It's just like if we were around a fire pit and everyone had had <laughs> acid and a couple four locos. It's just that's how you have a podcast.
2: That's it. Oh Nailed God. it.
1: That's what we're going for <laughs> it. so This high is embarrassing. Change the title of this
0: podcast to critiquing Sevon.
4: <laughs> I had to do it. I do like when you talk about wieners and bushes,
5: though. That's always interesting. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, okay, <laughs> so please, uh, Hunter, tell us about
1: the, the mindset. Um, uh, I'll put it to you this way. I have been doing this now for 11 years, and it started out with me, like I've always had to promise at extreme levels that I would commit to something, even to the point where I had explained this to somebody earlier where they didn't really know if they trusted me in my word. I was like, I had to tattoo a trident on my back when I was in rehab because I was doing heroin to promise myself that I was no longer going to do heroin and I was going to go into the Navy SEALs. I had to tattoo Macho Man Randy Savage on my ribs to promise myself because I was like, Macho Man Randy Savage gives up to no one. Because I had lost my world championship that year and I was like, maybe I'm washed up. Maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. And you always are having to double down at a level every single year, even more than the year before to convince yourself that you're still the best. And then it's still worthwhile and then it's still worthwhile, you know, not showing up to birthday parties, not showing up to my niece's, you know, uh birth, not showing up to funerals, not showing up um, to dates where people, you know, you're supposed to hold yourself accountable and um, not to be all melodramatic, but I've kind of missed out on the majority of my life where people that I really love I'm passing by and I'm just fucking over it. When I commit like I committed for the past two months, I literally cooked you're my over brain. what? You're over what? I just am over putting myself through that shit dude. Oh it's not, oh yeah I, dude, I I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I had to go to therapy three times a week for the past two months to get my fucking head straight. And what was that? Like, just cause you were missing out on so many like enjoyments of
4: life or you just kind of burned out.
1: No, dude, I'm just so fucking hard on myself. You know, when people should be like, man, you're, you're great. I never say that to myself. I absolutely yeah. hate myself uh-huh. every single day of my life. And then all of a sudden not like I'm um, suicidal or something like that, but that's the kind of stuff you need to say to yourself.
0: Like you just wear a cock ring that's too small, mm-hmm. too tight, too
1: tight, <laughs> too tight. And, and so e-
0: even when you win, there's no reprieve, is what you're saying. Like you win and you still feel empty.
1: I won and set the world record and I got to spend time with my friends. But then all of a sudden, it was like we were all out of the bars and like everyone wanted to jump and dance on couches. We got a table and I just started drinking Coca Cola and sitting down in a chair and I was like, fuck what am i doing here again and um i get it dude like i've got better opportunities than most people in the entire world and i am super super grateful that i got to this point but i'll tell you it doesn't taste as sweet anymore when i was 24 years old and i won a championship and they gave me a 500 check and i spent it all on beer that night and i'd headbutt somebody in the bar and try to kiss all the girls i was like this is the fucking shit yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's great. Like I've done all that, but I think I'm just ready for the next chapter. Is my point? How hard? Well, how, thanks how, for the answer, man. Yeah, yeah.
4: Sivan, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the podcast live. Thank you so much for the call, man. Yeah, thanks,
0: absolutely. Thanks for calling, in, brother.
1: Even cheek, jackass. Ah, uh, <laughs> total fucking turd. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dickhead. No, he's what a good dude. Yeah, Mister Fields.
0: Um, you there? Yeah. I'm thinking about how, did you push yourself hard? Like when you went 50, it, it is really crazy. So, so here's the, here's the fuel. Um, uh, this is what, this is how you set a world record. You have to have tons of, well, you, the only thing we know so far is that you you needed a therapist three times a week for the last two months. But what, what about the other part? What's the other? And, and, and you're just not satisfied. Something's missing, but. But you won. Is is that the formula to winning?
1: I think it is. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've spent so much time researching, like all of the best warriors, warlords, um, athletes. You know, everybody seems to have this same kind of formula in their head of absolution towards the idea that they're chasing. And I would say the majority of the time, they're always ends end up being isolated by themselves because no one's going to believe what you're saying to yourself in your head over and over, <laughs> and, over and over and over again. Why won't they and, believe
0: it? Cause they just can't imagine that being the championship mindset.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, like I have these training camps all the time and I'm super lucky that my friends want to come out and train with me. But by like the third day, everybody always breaks. Everybody always breaks and they always want to take the next workout and change it a little bit. And they always want to, you know, push the workout that we're supposed to start out at like, you know, 8 a.m. and push it to 9 so that they can have more breakfast and take a longer turd. And it always happens. Do you guys hear
0: this shit? This is how I started the show before Hunter got on here. (laughs) You don't want a piece of this podcast. Go fuck yourself. Stop (laughs) acting like you want to get on my train. You want to get on the Hunter train? You think you're going to come there and just train for a few days and then be like, oh, we're going to cut everything by 30%. We're tired.
1: (laughs) Fuck you. It always ends up happening. And then what ends up happening with me, and it sucks, and then i end up getting angry or disappointed in you yeah and then all of a sudden rather than even even giving that chance for anger or disappointment you just go like this and just push yeah like my every single time i love my mom with my entire heart but every single time i come home my mom's like you're doing too much you're just gonna hurt yourself why don't you just eat some lobster and put butter all over it and have a bunch of wine with me and i'm like I love you yeah. mom you're yeah. fuck, I was like you don't fucking understand me at all. And I love my mother. She's the sweetest person on the entire planet. I wish I had more of her heart and mine. But that's just the, that's the cost. I bet you um I bet you somebody like Matt Matt Fraser's the you know king of your guy's sport. I bet you near the very fuck end. Fuck that. Not my sport. I'm over that shit. But you know what I mean? I yeah. bet you that guy on the inside was losing his shit 9 times out of 10. But he threw the I think the he's needle, still dude. losing
0: his shit. I think he's still losing his shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's great though. I mean, dude, you gotta have that kind of mindset to get that kind of result.
0: Hey, do um, uh, Mark Fuentes says that maybe you need Jesus? Um, do you know who Jim Hensel is? No. Nah. We had him on the show, and he works with uh, Michael Chandler, and he works with Rich Froney. Do you know who Michael Chandler is? No. He's he's a UFC fighter, huge UFC fighter. And basically he works with, and he works with NFL players and he works with them to prepare them for the life after their sport. You, I mean, you've had to have heard this whole thing, right? With like, Hey, you can't identify with your victories or your sport or, or do you know what I'm talking about? This, this, this problem, like someone thinks that they're an NFL football player because they've done it for 10 years and then their career's over. And then they're like, wait, who the fuck am I?
1: I'd love to talk to him sometimes. It's,
0: it's, it's kind of a cliche narrative, but maybe it's something like that you're going through. Mm-hmm. You're done being well, this guy, this this guy.
1: Well, I'll tell you, man, it was super hard. And that hard. guy has to die and it just sucks. Death sucks. Yeah. I went through all that shit. It sucks because all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. I've spent my entire career and this is this is crazy. So I literally left rehab and then I went into modeling and I was like, well, everybody thinks I'm really cool. Because I'm modeling now. And that works for like five seconds because I was like, a fucking hate modeling. I'm not doing this shit. What am I going to do now? I tried to go to college for like five seconds because I thought that was the right thing to do. And I was like, this sucks. So I dropped out right away, went back to modeling for two seconds. And in that period of time, I decided to go do a mud run. And I came sixth place out of 10,000 people. Like Everybody in the room was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, that lit a spark up then all of a sudden i went to the next race and i won a half marathon i'd never even run over 3 miles in my entire life and i ran a half marathon and everyone was like oh shit and i got a medal around my neck and now people were starting to pay me within 6 months i was getting flown all over the world by Spartan Race and Reebok to now represent their sport and be the face of their new sport and i was like this is it i guess this is what i do now And it became everything. I literally was, I got my first ever job for for Spartan races. They sent me to Mexico as the super gringo. And they put a $10,000 purse on my head to say that no one in Mexico could beat me. And I had never even been to Mexico before. And it just started that quickly. And it's been going at that pace for, as I said, 11 seasons now. And um, it's interesting. I mean, I guess, I guess you know, I've been reading all these weird spiritual books. Like what? And, um, you know, the most eye-opening one was, um, I think it's called uh, "Yogi Engineer" by that Sadhad guru guy.
5: Hmm.
1: And then there's this other book that I fucking hated. I remember someone gave it to me five years ago, a therapist. And it was called "Awareness," and I read the first fucking ten, twenty pages, and I just threw the book at the wall. I was like, "This is such bullshit." <laughs>
0: That's the one for you.
1: That's the book. (laughs)
2: Was (laughs) there ever fulfillment with those wins? Like with the half marathon and we started, did you ever, did you ever feel internal fulfillment with those or was it all just based off of like the acclimates from external
1: admiration? I mean, there's fulfillment for sure, dude. It's very exciting to all of a sudden win a half marathon with absolutely no clue how to get past the the third mile. Like it's great. Don't get me wrong. But then eventually, um, you know, you totally get wrapped up in it. You totally get wrapped up in it. And then also you don't know how to put it down. Like, you know, you're only as good as your last win. And I lost the last two races, even though I I basically went five years undefeated and I was undefeated in the majority of all the events that I've ever competed in that one right there. That book's fucking mind blowing. Um, if you have the, like, if you're open enough to listen, it's a pretty intense book. How dare you? I don't know if you're going to be able to wrap your tiny little peanut brain around that thing. How dare you? Yeah. Um, So it's interesting, man. Like I I can honestly say um, I had this weird thing happen to me the other day. I was reading this part of the book and it said, you're going to have to put down, you know, someone's name that you're madly in love with and then tell, then say it out loud that you're, you are okay not being in love with them to find your own happiness. And I thought of some people, and I was like, who the fuck am I going to put on this list? And then for the first time, for, for a second, I thought about a bunch of other people. And then I was like, Oh shit, dude. I was like, you got to put your name at the top of this list. I was like, you got to give, you got to give up the mud run champ. I was like, you gotta, if you're ever going to be a dad or like a husband or any of that kind of shit, you're going to have to give up the fact that, you know, you going to events and being paraded all the time, and that's probably be the healthiest thing for you. And that was fucking weird. And I never thought like this before. I've intentionally left all of these books in the back of my closet with tons of dust on them because I was like, if I start thinking like this, it is the end before I know it. But I'm pretty pumped to be reading the books now.
0: Can you see the comments?
1: No. Of course not. What am I supposed to say?
0: We're 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 having a moment of silence right now. Um, the, the, I'm, I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking it's uh, we're 20 uh, in in a minute and 20 seconds another guest is coming on. But you're just like you've taken us into the deep end of the pool. I was just like, how the fuck do we integrate a UFC fighter? Uh, just so you know, we have George, we have a Hunter McIntyre here. He's going through some. Inner despair because he just set a fucking world record in something that he's been working on for eleven years. Okay, uh, um, Jordan, I'm sorry, uh, we can't pump you up for the guy. You have to beat the fuck out of on Saturday,
1: <laughs> or maybe it will pump him up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Whoa, look
0: how serious Hunter. What?
1: Hey, I was reading. I was reading a text message.
0: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> your brow got all tight. Oh, good. So you're not reacting to what I'm saying. You're using your, the, when I talk, you use that as a time to read. That's what we all do to each other on the show. No one listens to anyone.
2: That's a common theme here.
1: Yeah.
0: Congrats yeah. on the world record, Hunter. Looking forward to the next bulk pony shirt. Yeah,
1: Nick they're going to be G. good. I make bulk pony racing shirts. Listen, I hey, and you, need- know
0: what's, you know what's funny is this guy's a, a Josh Bridges fan. Look at He's got, he loves you and Josh Bridges, Nick G, because he's got the pay him as part as his avatar,
2: the pay him logo.
1: What were you gonna say? Um,
0: I, sorry, I interrupted you. Sorry, what were we gonna say? Oh shit!
1: I, uh, that wasn't meant to be melodramatic. I think anybody who's super serious about sports should probably have that conversation with yourself at one point or another. It's pretty exciting shit.
3: Um, well, where, um, where
1: where are you flying tomorrow? I'm gonna go back home to California.
0: And, and are you going to Malibu?
1: I always go to Malibu. Yeah, I'll probably okay. go up to the. I'll probably okay. go up to the cabin and then I will. We'll be Get some shit up there done in the woods. Then I'm going to go back to Alabama and just bust my ass for a couple weeks. And then I'm going to go to this thing called the Go Ruck Games.
0: Um, uh, w- would you like me to introduce you to Jim Hensel?
1: I'll say hi to him for a second.
0: Yeah. He's cool. He's cool as shit. I think you'll like him.
2: He's not backstage or anything. I think he. Means- no,
0: no, he's not like. He, no, 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 not the UFC fighter. Jim Hensel's the guy that the 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 mental coach that does Rich Froning, uh, Michael Chandler, like that
1: that thing. Yeah, man, I'd love to. Um, tell your you UFC buddy, do. I say what's up. Okay. Yeah. You're off
0: like a, you're off like a prom dress.
1: Boys, I gotta wake up early.
0: Okay. Thanks, hey, love me. you. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah. See ya.
2: Okay. That was deep.
0: I feel like we should know what hotel he's saying, staying in and have someone check on him every like 30 to 40 minutes.
2: I'll jog over there. Totally on run. Damn. He leaves me behind. Cause he's so much fitter than I am.
0: Hello. How are you? Hunter still there? Uh, no. Hi Mars. <laughs> hey, this was, hung oh, <laughs> up. Holy cow. That was intense. That was, that was intense. You know, I, I, I was talking to him um, a, a little bit the last few days uh, on and off. And I was like, Hey, you don't seem like yourself. And he's like, yeah, I've just, you know, and uh, yeah, he's just going through some shit. I wonder, um,
2: you're witnessing a transition in, like, his, like, <laughs> know, like, and like, he's like, what's crazy is it's he so just set the world
0: crazy. record for something that's yeah. so
2: fucking hard.
0: So hard. Excuse me.
2: Okay. All right. Interesting.
0: I'm I'm getting some interesting news. Oh these are the pe- these are the people in Colton Mertons uh semi-final. Oh man. Mm. Fakowski, Toon, Chandler Smith, Travis Mayer, Meyer, Mayer, Meyer, Mayer, Mayer? Mayer. <laughs> Sam Quant, Tim Paulson, Colton Mertons, Anthony Davis. Who's N Matthew? Oh, wow. Nick Matthew? Nathan Matthew.
2: I don't,
0: I don't know who that is.
2: I was just reading something off your notes here and <laughs> it like caught my eye. Eli while while Hunter was talking. And I was.
0: What number? 13. What number? 18. Oh, yes. Amazing. Right. <laughs> I so thinking, I, have fr- respect, I have a. Respect. Respect. <laughs> do you not do that? For sure,
4: dude. You do. <laughs> so rude. Really? You have to kick them out. Wow holy shit the cat too what yes you don't want them to see that's like your kids
0: (sighs) wow so so the story is this i have this friend who won't have sex in front of his dog (laughs) and i was just tripping when he told me that and i'm like i got to talk about that on the show you won't have sex in front of your dog
4: dude imagine he comes up and starts licking your freaking asshole
0: i (laughs) pull blanket up over that thing I'm sure that's happened to me before.
4: I'm vulnerable.
0: I've had to have had that happen before. You think you'd remember that, or or maybe you don't. You just block it out. Now my bed's so high, nothing can lick my ass. Wow. Uh, If you want women who's High rocks, Spartan Games GOAT, I I can put in a good word. Colby B. Who
2: you know, Colby? Yeah. Who you know? Shh. Put in their Instagram
0: handle. Sevon is hunting wabbits. Shh. Hey, do you really not have sex in front of your dog?
4: No way. Kick him out every time.
0: No shit. That's weird. Jordan. Hey. You're coming in hot, baby. Do you have any pets?
6: Um, I do have a few pets.
0: <laughs> um, so I have this friend who ju- who told me that he will not have sex with his dog in the room. He kicks the dog out. And Caleb, the bald guy down here in the Air Force, is saying the same. He's saying he kicks his cat and his dog out.
2: Savon lets him watch.
0: I don't even know if I don't know where they. I just kick them off. I don't know. I don't even know if they're there. I just try not to get bit. Definitely
2: are
4: watching.
0: Oh no! Oh no! Jordan, you kick your dog out too?
4: No,
6: no. My baby, my dog can watch. My poodle can watch. Okay. Good. (laughs) I like an audience with things. You know, my best
0: work requires an audience. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good. Good. Perfect. Yeah, I, I have actually thought, though, before that, like, when my dog's in the room, that, like, i've had this like delusion that all the like god it's like the matrix god can look through any one of our eyes and like while i'm having sex with my wife god's like looking through my dog's eyes or like you know what i mean like it's like a camera from cert for some other creatures like oh shit
4: the nsa is watching your webcam too yeah yeah through my dog
0: <laughs> through parmesh's eyes don't leave Streamyard up <laughs> my wife did oh, unplug the alexa that. ladies and gentlemen nine and one his third appearance on the show uh jordan levitt uh the monkey king uh one of the most unique um fighters in the ufc uh fights at uh lightweight 155 um he fights this saturday we're always excited to uh, watch him fight he's always generous with his time stoked was that your own hand that looked like someone else's hand. hand Oh, would that have been <laughs> cool if you'd had your wife behind you and like uh, halfway through the show you had like four hands? Um, wow. Uh, so how's it going? So you you look you look lean and mean. You already started weight cutting. You look good.
6: Yeah. Um. I have like 14 pounds left. I just cut out the, all the from and the carnivore the next three days. So, yeah, getting a little jittery and ketoey. So
3: yeah, yeah. Should
6: be a fun cut though.
0: And 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 that metallic taste in the back too, maybe.
6: Yeah. Like, my wife thinks I smell when I'm when um i eating carnivore. I think I, I don't feel the best. I don't eat, like, I think I have steak only when it's weight cut week. So it's, like, almost like I created a negative association for steak. So it's kind of ruined oh, that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I got some bison tomorrow and bison some shrimp for the next few days. So it should have some variety.
0: And then in, where is your fight this weekend?
6: Oh, at the Apex. It'll be my fifth fight in a row at the with no crowd. So it is what it is.
0: Um, will you have any friends there? Cause I know they have like that VIP section. Will anyone be there? Like, you know,
6: um, not any of like my close friends. maybe some people I've trained with or I see like in passing, but all my friends are poor, all a bunch of college students. So the VIP experience is a little, um, yeah, a little out of their reach. <laughs> trying to get a ticket for my wife. That'd be cool. She hasn't seen me fight for like two years. So that's what I'm trying to swing.
0: It doesn't come – it's not like, hey, here's the dude you got to fight to the death, and here's a ticket so one of your loved ones can um, carry you out if you die.
6: <laughs> right? Like, you'd think. Like, you, used you know? To, like, if you're at, like, a, an arena, a regular one, like, they don't even count your spouses as, like, a corner person. They could just be in the corner, like – they get the same kind of clearance as corner people, and they don't even count as, like, one of the number. But when you're at the apex in the bubble, then – they, they they're they're pretty merciless about the bubble at the apex sadly
0: and, um be, because of the so-called pandemic
6: yeah yeah it's all oh, it's geez. all the
0: pandemic yeah uh, other they're things, still are they still swabbing you
6: oh yeah i get swabbed um today tomorrow the next day and then i'm done
0: Damn. wow i thought everyone just had covid now like 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 i, like I thought i just always have it <laughs>
6: right and carry with you forever like yeah they at least in nevada like when you go to jacksonville and ohio they're not requiring the swab um statewide but still in nevada we got a a liberal governor so it's gonna be gonna get that thing up my nose the next few years i think
0: i wonder if the broth if you have to swab to go to a brothel in vegas <laughs>
6: Go to the Bunny uh, Ranch. It's like before. Before yes. you get to work,
2: man. COVID testing. <laughs> Wear I? Would mask. you like
0: to look at the lineup? We're going to need you to swab first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um. So. So you get a call. Uh, how, how long was your training camp? Um. I never
6: really got out of my last camp. I took like four days off after my last fight. So about twelve-ish weeks. So a little bit over twelve weeks.
0: And and they called you four days after your fight, and they said, "Hey, you want to fight again?"
6: basically yeah like what month were you thinking i'm like hopefully april may and then they're oh yeah april 16th they started um looking for fights for that one and then it was me and victor martinez for like two months and then i had no fight for like two weeks and then you know 10 days ago i got trey ogden so been a little okay. bit of a Okay.
0: so they tell you victor martinez you say sure let's grab they set the date then as you're about about four weeks out, they say Victor's out. And at that point, you're just keeping your fingers crossed. They find someone? Or do they guarantee that?
6: Um, and Fingers were crossed. Like, it's not guaranteed. So they said, well, probably we'll find somebody. And they actually floated Trey Ogden's name around a few weeks ago. But then nothing came of it. So maybe Sean Shelby was just busy. Not sure what the matchmaker was up to. But then they, you know. I had just given up. I was like, okay, I'm probably not fighting. My agent said I'm probably not fighting. So I had like, you know, two packages of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups.
0: Yeah, that's a head fuck.
6: And then 40 minutes later, like, oh, we found a fight. So I'd given up and then, yeah, got to cheat for one meal. So, yeah, different style of opponent. And I'm actually a little bit more excited and nervous for this matchup because Victor Martinez is a flat-footed boxer. Trey Ogden's a white Less athletic version of me, so it should be a little bit more challenging. So we'll be
0: able to know who's who. Yes. Yeah. You know. All right, good thing. Good <laughs> thing you guys are different colors. Uh. Um. What time? Do you know what time you fight? Um.
6: I'm the third fight that the card starts. I believe at two thirty or three thirty. Um. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's three thirty. Um. PST time. So. Yeah. I should probably and be fighting four o'clock
0: and you live in Vegas. So you'll sleep in your own bed.
6: Yep. I have, well, after weigh-ins, you have to sleep at the hotel, but I'll be home until the lab 24 hours.
0: Um, And are you pumped? Like oh. the, two fights so close to each other. I mean, this is, this is kind of like you're doing it.
6: Yeah. I mean, I like to stay busy. Um, it's, I always I enjoy training, so I'm like, a lot of fighters don't don't really enjoy being in camp, but um, it's really nice to know like to have a nice like date in mind. So you're focusing; it gives you a little bit sense of urgency. I feel like a lot of the time when I don't have a fight schedule, I'm just kind of having fun in training, kind of not really focused. And it's I'm glad to fight twice in four months. That's kind of been, that's kind of ideal. I want to fight three times this year, so April's right on schedule, and hopefully I don't get hurt. I can fight in August, and then. December again. So,
0: yeah, you're not going to get hurt. You're going to do the hurting. Uh, Jordan. I, I know we've talked a lot uh, just about your upbringing and just, um, just life in general. I, I had, um, a gentleman on the other day. His name is David Taylor and he won the gold medal in the Tokyo Olympics
3: mm-hmm.
0: in, in wrestling. And I don't remember how old he was, but he had taken, he was saying that his dad took him somewhere to train with another kid, like an hour from their house. And it was just going to be him and this other kid doing some one-on-one training. And during the training, about a half an hour, hour, hour through the training, uh, David started crying, right? Young, he was young, probably like 10 years old or 12 years old or something. So his dad says, excuse me for a second. He takes his son and he takes him out into the hallway and he goes, hey, you're going to be tough. You're This sport, like there's no crying, like you don't cry here. This is like, you're going to be tough. This is this is a tough guy's game you're in a tough guy's game this isn't the crying game this is and uh did you ever have a moment like that where you were just like yeah this isn't this is the no pussy game this is like eye pokes broken ankles like or have you always been like that or did you have a moment where you're like okay this is the fucking tough guy game this is push everything down and and
6: um i think i have to point to like probably two moments my sophomore year so the year i I quit wrestling my freshman year i came back my sophomore year we had this wrestling coach julian who basically was like a hard a hard a military person and like we maybe wrestled 12 hours that season we were always just running on the track and he always would make us like yell like sing the military songs while running and he would like you know punish us for a bunch of stupid stuff and it was really disheartening because that's right, right after I kind of found a passion for MMA. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna join the wrestling team. And then I spent like three months just running and doing push-ups, and it was super, super frustrating. But he always, just, whenever we would do push-ups, like we always like on the way down, attention to detail, up, teamwork is key, and we did that for like four months. And he really like broke me down a few times and stuff because it kind of was like his whole philosophy was like. Everyone, like, you'll love wrestling, but you're going to hate being out here on the track. So, even if you're not as good as the other people you're wrestling, at least you'll be more comfortable being miserable. Mm -hmm. So, kind of like becoming friends of like your fear and your discomfort, I've definitely learned that like pretty early during like this, like my, like, while finding my passion. And then, probably my third amateur fight, I'd kind of like had two fights that are relatively easy and I wasn't hurt and I never felt like I was in trouble. And I kind of was forgetting to like be like friends with like my discomfort and I was kind of getting too comfortable out there. And I was fighting Shane Shapiro who's now a jujitsu coach, but before we were enemies, you know, and the first round he like ragdolls me and I'm having like a life crisis in the corner. I'm all panicking. Oh my gosh, he hit me. I'm tired. Um, I I could lose this. My coach is like, yeah, you could lose this. Like it's a fight, you know, it's a fight. Like, wake up and i kind of had to relearn how to like dig deep again because that up until that point in the fighting even in sparring i was sparring ufc people pro level fighters i wasn't really feeling like i was being pushed like i was never getting hurt but then that fight kind of knocked me back into like the mindset i discovered like five years prior so those are definitely probably the two moments that kind of solidified my mental toughness and now i just have to you know like you have to enjoy the hill. Like when you're running. Like no one likes to run the uphills, but I always try to enjoy like the worst part of it. So that way the rest of it's not bad at all.
0: There I, I there's this saying I heard, um, people will lose their car keys and go absolutely ape shit, but they'll lose themselves and they won't even know.
5: <laughs>
0: and it is interesting, right, how that just crept away from you without you even knowing. And it it's it's a you have crazy confidence when i when I was I watched two of your interviews that you've done in the last four weeks, and when you assess other fighters, I don't want to say you talk down about them, but you're vi- you view yourself as very, very talented. You fucking believe in Jordan Levitt. yeah, I have but that to has to, yeah, but that and then that has to be partners with hum- crazy humility that's willing to take a beat down in training, right?
6: Yeah. like I always feel like I had a really good handle on the humility. But like I kind of felt like I was almost like hitting like a like a mental plateau. Like humbleness is really important and helps you learn a lot, it helps you take take the lumps well. But I really feel like I was like almost talking myself down a lot. Like when I was like think before fights, it's like, oh, don't let him do this, don't let him do this. Like he's really good at this. And then when I trained, it was a completely different attitude. It was like, I'm good at this. I'm going to impose what I'm good at. You're here every day. And I've kind of feel like the past six months, I'm kind of um really making some mental like making some strides in like my mental game. I've always felt like I'm confident and then like I have like a mood swing where I have no confidence whatsoever. But one of my teammates, Brandon Jenkins, he's fighting the same card as me. He fights two fights after me. Um, but he's also kind of like a fighter I look up to. He has like he has like 70 fights, kickboxing, boxing, MMA lot of experience wow. and he and he always would tell me, he's like Jordan, you're listening to yourself. Don't listen to yourself. Talk to yourself. You know, oh, like
2: wow. So I've wow have been talking That was good. Wow. It there. Yeah. That was holy was, shit, was, I never heard
0: hard. that. I'm a fucking self-help fucking guru. I've never heard <laughs> that. Stop listening to yourself and talk to yourself.
6: Wow. Yeah. Was, it was like my last fight before contender series. Ooh. Um I had botched the rehydration because I got cross contaminated from some food at like a restaurant. <laughs> there. Why
0: can't it just be contaminated? Why is it cross contaminated? So, sounds more I'm scientific.
2: Not, <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> definitely. It
6: sounds more, more intelligent when I say Science. it that way. Science. It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was feeling horrible, and I was like, "Cross contaminated?
0: Just- is like if someone else chewed it up and spit it in your mouth.
2: <laughs> someone just big birded it.
0: Yeah." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got baby birded by somebody.
0: Hey, um, uh, uh, another another thing that um, he he was telling me, um, David Taylor, um, and and I watched a bunch of his matches. Is that, and I think you and I talked about this about when you feel start to feel the other man wilt. He didn't use the word wilt, but he was saying and he didn't use the word relentless i w- i wish i could think of exactly how he said it but he basically said you have to go in and not stop you try something that doesn't work you just immediately try something else you just immediately try something else you just and i know it's a different sport than um mma and it's interesting there is someone you, you know um aljo's like that there's no stop. Like, sometimes, like, you're just like, yo, dude, Aljamain, like, you need to take a, like, like, he starts shooting in after a missed punch, and you're like, uh, you, you respect the non-stop going, but there's also like, hey, dude, maybe you should have stopped and, like, assessed. Because you could get, yeah. I guess in wrestling, you can't get caught with a punch.
6: That that does make things a little bit more complicated. And-
4: <laughs> or a kick into the face. Yeah,
6: like... But, like, there's a lot of truth to that, like, not stopping. Like, as long as you control the rhythm, you will always be a little bit less tired than if you were reacting. And, like, oh, when I coach oh. people and when I spar, it's like, it's not the pace that breaks you, it's the rhythm. Like, if I go jogging oh, somebody and shit. they slower than me, if they jog slower than me, I'm going to get tired before them because it's their pace. But if I, even if, if I'm choosing when I'm going to go fast, I can run a lot farther than if someone was telling me when I have to go fast. And I feel like a lot of times in fighting, the best, the fighters who have like amazing cardio, they really don't have like different equipment than us. They're just keeping to their rhythm no matter what, and that's super important in wrestling and it's super important in fighting and a lot of sports. I feel.
3: Wow, uh,
0: I, I I heard someone else say that too one time. They were I can't remember which fighter it was, but they were saying as long as I as long as I find my breathing cadence, I, n- I can I can never get tired. I can't let them ever take me out of my breathing cadence. And then other than that, it's just go. So is is that what we see when we see people like um, Holloway and Covington and just these guys that just have this crazy forward pressure? It's just a. Uh,
6: yeah, they just they're, never get really to their rhythm.
0: Yeah, they're they're out there just dancing their ass off.
6: Yeah, like they're friends with their monster, you know, like no one could break you faster than you can. So as long as you're like, I'm not even going to fight my opponent. I'm just going to fight like the monster, you know, kind of like fight your inner self. And then if they're less than you, they're going to break first. And I feel like that's kind of what a lot of fighters are really realizing is that, you know, it's mostly a fight against your own limitations when you're out there and then just you're reacting sometimes to your opponent.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, How's the kid over a year now?
6: Yeah, she's 14 months, 14 and a half months. Crazy, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it.
0: Jeez. Any any discussion of dose?
6: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll have to see how this fight goes. Basically. Um, if we should face Can my you like, afford more diapers?
3: House,
6: right. If we could buy another house, if we could buy a house, they're going to have another kid. And I'm like, okay. So now there's like some, you know, tension. Like, do I really want this? this do I really want all these things right now? You know, like when the fight house baby a lot of things. So yeah. it all kind of rides on what the next six months, what happens in the next six months.
0: God, you're stoked, dude! Wow, that's a good looking kid.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like my wife. It makes me happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't that nice? I know that's so nice. Um, <laughs> you it, w- did I hear in one of the interviews that's that in your in your in since your last fight you've been in in the room training with people like uh, Pettis, Drew Dober, and Cerrone. Yeah.
6: it's been the past year i've got the train of like several top 10 people and ranked people and it's been really cool like yeah i used to like look up to these people i was watching them in high school and and now a lot of like fighters look up to they're kind of like in their twilight of their career and they're sharing wisdom and it's it's been really it's been really interesting to kind of see them as like colleagues as opposed to like you know idols and it's just been definitely a good year for confidence and kind of being able, being able to size myself up and see where my deficiencies are and where my strengths are. And it's nice to like, know that they're human. So.
3: I'm
0: when, when people, I, I, I think this fuck, what do I know? But I think this, I think that when one fighter step into the ring with you there's a huge unknown component. Like they're stepping in. Like as much as it's known, it's unknown. Like um, like like um, y- you know, there's people who um, uh, who's the guy? Who's the Mexican guy in your weight class? Ayer Rodriguez. Like there's like mm-hmm. all sorts of weird shit. Or um, who's the guy? Who's the commentator? Who's who's really good, but he's fucking weird as shit. His fighting, um, skinny guy fights at one thirty five, famous as shit. The crew. Dominic Cruz, Cruz. right? Uh, Ryan Hall. Um, Jordan Levitt's like, you win a couple more fights and you're going to be tossed in there with those guys. You're weird as shit. Like no one knows that (laughs) that bad shit can happen to you from some weird angles. Like you're like one yeah. of those video game characters that's got to move that none of the other dudes got. Like, the, <laughs> like there's dudes like with big names, like, you know, um, uh, and, and it's not a dig at them, but like Connor and Gaethje, but, but you, they just come out there and they do what we've seen a lot of dudes do. They got like, they, they fight. Um, do, do you, do you sense that? Or do you know that? Or do you, do you work that at all? Or just is, is who you are?
6: It, it kind of all, I guess to all those, like I can fight very orthodox, But like one thing I've kind of always been able to like use is the fact that I've sparred a thousand people, like the people I fight. But everyone, when they face me, they have to go through like a period of time where they have to download what I'm doing, and like 15 minutes is not enough time to really do that. Like I'm awkward, my I'm like my rhythms off, and all these things. I'm very hard to hit. People don't ever like hit me, so I do feel like there's definitely. Especially for the next few fights, because no one's been able, been able except for Claudio to really stop my A game. Like,
0: yeah, when you I grab people, he, they're in trouble, and and I think that they know that there's a panic factor. Like they're like, oh shit.
6: Yeah, and I think the fact that I don't care what happens, like what position, like as long as I'm in contact, I'm going to flow. I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Like even my last fight, like Matt Sales, I feel like the moment he lost is when. I didn't choke him out the first round. He's like, okay, that was the worst. That's the worst that's going to happen. I'm going to engage him in the grappling. So I need him to throw. And then he shot on me and I got the submission. Like, um, I can, I'm able to keep like my squeeze. I could finish someone the entire fight. A lot of grapplers, they don't get you the first rounds and a half. They'll, They'll just be laying on you. There's not really that much of a danger, but I feel like I'm really good at maintaining my finishing
4: ability.
0: Yeah you sure are i'm so excited to see you fight i'm so i'm so excited more excited because you're because it's so unorthodox well it's not that it's so unorthodox you're capable of anything you're capable of knocking them out with punching them you're capable of showing us a submission we've never seen before in the ufc it's it's um and 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 it's fun watching the other guys have to deal deal with uh the 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 man that is jordan levitt um jordan i hope this isn't inappropriate but the week after you fight um uh, the guy the only guy you've ever lost to as a pro claudio is fighting and he's fighting fighting clay will you be interested in what will you watch that fight
6: yeah of course um okay. the better the better claudio looks the better i look
0: right so i'm <laughs> clay number one so dude. good in his last fight man clay looks insane
6: lake weed is immortal man like I think that's a, that's a tough fight. Claudio, one of his main strengths, is that he keeps a constant <clears throat> rhythm no matter what. So like he's not, not very imposing or very strong or quick or anything. But he's he's the same in the third round as he is in the first round. And Clay Guida is a buzzsaw. Yeah. So I think I think actually Claudio's striking is probably going to be the deciding factor because Claudio will not be able to take Clay down, and. Clay has very awkward striking. So I'm really excited to see some more aspects of Claudio's game. Because I want that rematch sometime in the future. And I feel like this is a good fight to kind of game plan and study.
0: Awesome. Hey, dude. Thanks for letting us jump on the Jordan Levitt bandwagon. I'm so pumped. I'm so. I'm, it's an honor to know you. It's so cool. I was tickled today. I was telling Matt all day ago. I didn't want to do a podcast. I'm like, but we got Jordan. We got to get Jordan before the fight. We got to <laughs> talk to him. So I really appreciate you coming on. We got a lot of people watching. And, uh, and we'll be rooting for you, buddy.
6: Thank you very much. Hopefully I can perform well.
0: Yeah. Peace.
6: Yeah. Later, brother. Have a nice one.
0: Wow, I'm pumped! Yeah, it's cool. I'm excited for it now too. It's weird that we have these guys on the show. Hey, Dylan, what's up, brother? Uh, it's weird that we have these guys on the show, and then, um, and then we see them walk out at the at the UFC. It's crazy. The process by which bacteria or other microorganisms are unintentionally transferred from one substance or object to another. That must be a definition of some word. Hey, there's a fascinating fascinating video that trevor Cashy made on french fries fascinating and processed food it's on youtube trevor Cashy processed food and he basically talks about why why french fries last forever and it's 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 not even close to what i I would have thought basically soon as you bite into a french fry that barrier basically if, 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 if this goes to what ken was saying trevor explains that bacteria needs oxygen and water to flourish and basically what happens is is there's oil over the french fry that makes it till that it lasts forever it's coated in this oil but the second you bite it that's why like you can leave fries out for 50 years and they look the same but as soon as you bite it you break that seal moisture gets in air gets in and you're in and it starts to decompose
2: Oh, interesting. I was just trying not to bust up at this comment right when he first came in as you were transitioning to try to be serious.
0: Brent Major, once, stop dating a girl because she refused to lock the dog out of the room. Wouldn't have been a problem if I didn't have to fend it off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had a great Dane that would try to get a piece of ass while I was getting a piece of ass. It was hilarious. Horn dogs, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just a dog trying to... Try, try, what, what brent was it trying to bite you or hump you
2: <laughs> Both. yeah my
0: dog would try to get in and like to, to hump like bite on the back of the neck and hump him.
2: i like it, the mix that we we had right right there it was like hunter kind of just like <coughs> in state as he's transitioning out of his like career and finding out who he is and then we just went to write to somebody who's like about to get on the stage who's like hyped up for what they're gonna do so it was just like two completely like polar opposites but it was almost crazy because that line when he said like stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself like that that would have also meshed and i think that um that you know there would have been some great connection there well.
0: great connection Susie. You know? so so we started the show with me just thinking like fuck you for you people who like want to help. by the way we need someone to help we are we are, we need someone to cut us clips. We I want to I want to do reels, reels on Facebook. I want to do reels on Facebook and I need someone who like wants to go to the top with us. I want someone who who wants to be a part of this story. So so if you're the guy but but it's it's not or girl. it's not yeah or, or girl yeah. Anything. Hey, you can even be woke. I like I love everybody. Um I but, but, but man, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And so, so I, and then, and that, that's what Hunter said. Then Hunter said he was, he threw a camp and people would come. And after three days, everyone in the camp turns into a pussy. <laughs> and that's what it's like. Like we've had nine out of, why are you guys laughing? Nine out of, ten because the way I said pussy or something in the comments, nine out of every no. 10, no, no, do you, do you need experience to cut clips? No. No, you have to just be able to work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It can't be like – you can't be like, hey, I'm going to Hawaii with my dad for a week. I'll be back. It's not like that. (laughs) It's not like that. Do you you know know when Dave was deployed as a SEAL Team 6 operator that he still ran the CrossFit games and we still talked to him in Gchat every day?
2: That's insane.
0: And he would go on jobs and then still hit us up in Gchat? That's insane. It's not for everyone to be great, to get on the
2: great train. Would he give us some of those stories, you think? I'll give you some next year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't I'm, – I'm in denial. I'm in denial. Um, but basically, you just have to be able to pick good clips. Uh, what, what, I, what I think is – so after I got off the – after we had Justin Nunley on today, he was just telling me that he's killing it on on Facebook. And I said, how does that work? Because I don't do Facebook. And he says that, that you just make reels and you put them on and they have to be really like it has to be someone who knows how to which clips to grab to make us look really really cool cooler than we are and you put them up there and then you and you put a, and once you get a following, in then they'll fight you to invite you to be in the monetization of reels and and man the money he told me he was making you i i you can't even believe it and he said the reason why is cuz Zuck wants to um uh take over oh, he's he's oh, fighting with uh TikTok yeah he's fighting yeah. with TikTok Well thank you reel- thank you Jake yo david fucking taylor yeah thank you it was fun he was easy he was easy he was easy
2: the thing with the real too though that makes it tough is that you have to <laughs> you have to fit it inside a 60 second clip so in order to make in order to edit that that process is going to take a little bit longer because you sometimes if you're trying to
0: take two hours catch, a day it's going to take two hours a day to make two one minute clips
2: yeah exactly because if you're trying to catch that specific clip you have to find it and then cut it and then stitch that together to have it make sense. And then also to the angle has to be such to where, when you zoom it on the reel that it it's centered inside the screen as well. So there yeah. is a little bit more. Um, yeah. I've been
4: playing with it a little bit. It's been interesting just because these screens are mm-hmm. in different spots. And Like if you want to make it too narrow, you can cut off like the name and, and right. Anyway. So it,
0: you basically like have to take one of... clip and turn it into like an act like it's a two camera shot. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. I actually did that with the Joe Rogan one and uh, I always mispronounce the guy's last name.
0: And, and and basically I don't know I don't care what your motivation has to be. It has maybe it's um like oh my god I just want to work with Caleb Matt Will and Sevon or oh my god this is my favorite podcast I would do anything or I just want to infiltrate these guys and in in and, and uncover their heroin smuggling ring from China. Like I don't care what your mo- but it's not a joke. Like don't I'm trying to be really aggressive about it so that you don't like, like you, it, it, you don't come on, like you, you shouldn't think that there's anything in it for you. It's not like that. There's nothing, th- there's no, this isn't fun. Like besides this part, then afterwards, we all, our life just goes to shit. <laughs> you don't get to take any of this fun shit with you. It's like, meow, you, we get off the air and it's like just back to like. It, so I just don't, I don't want to. I don't think people get it. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what they don't get. I think that maybe they want to be a part of stuff. They want to go to the hunter camp and they want to, like, they think they want to, like, work hard and, but they don't. And and that's and that's the that's the way it is here too. I'd love to help. Love this podcast and believe in it. I live right by will. Great, Jake. Are you
4: gonna stop drunk commenting in our live streams
0: or- <laughs> We need you drunk commenting. <laughs> nah, Susa, Susa's already overwhelmed. It's already over. How about our newsletter, guys? The newsletters. First of all, thank you for all you that signed up. Crazy. Second of all, you got to check your spam folders because that shit's getting kicked. everyone's spam.
2: Yeah. Um, my promotions.
0: I saw that. Um, I think it's pretty funny. Did did be uh, someone said that Beyond the Whiteboard launched a newsletter today. I wonder if they launched that newsletter because they heard me say we're starting a newsletter. Obviously. I've never been to Beyond the Whiteboard. The, I'm trying to remember what the the one of the owners' name is Mo. I sent him a text and congratulate him on the newsletter. And there's another guy, and he—they're both really nice. They used to be—they used to hang out with Greg. I'm trying to remember their names. See, they I
2: just check the people that are subscribed to it, and there's a massive bump? Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
3: Why
0: can't Kinnick? Uh, they're the Kinnick brothers. They're both really nice brothers. There may even be three of them.
2: Oh, cool. Thanks, Tommy. Came J- to
0: Jeremy me. Kinnick is the athlete. I loved working with him and filming him in the earlier. What's his brother's name? He's really smart. I want to say he's a professor at some college. Anyway, him and Mo own Beyond the Whiteboard, I think. Oh, yeah, that's our newsletter. Go check it out.
2: Exclusive content.
0: Exclusive. That's what we have. I can't believe there's a newsletter.
4: Good My shit. goodness. Looks really awesome.
0: I just emailed Sevon in, in two thousand twenty two and and now it's two thousand twenty eight and it's the largest, it's like it's like Vice. They just took over and I make a million dollars a year.
2: Yeah, I mean we we have obviously a, a big vision for what this will turn into. And um if you want to get on the ground early with it and, and be able to become a staple of it, this is the opportunity because like the thing you were saying before, once the train gets going, it's like that's it. You know what I mean? Because then, when once once we're really really cooking with fire, which is already happening, and we're gonna really go there, it's gonna be impossible to get onto the inside.
0: You guys, I, I work so hard. I play so hard.
2: Ball so hard. Yeah.
0: Sevon, what do you think of Hazmat? Hazmat th- this last weekend. I think I, I'm I'm crazy impressed by him. Um, I do think that I I, um, I saw uh um uh what's Lance's last name? Maybe it's Steel. I saw my buddy Lance who um, at the beach today, um, and he was with his girlfriend who took 46 in the. Will you look at the? We look at the CrossFit leaderboard. His girlfriend or wife, I don't know. Kelly took 46. I don't even know her last name took 46 in the world i see them all the time i had no idea she was so good she's really she's really she's really hot too anyway i saw them at the beach and we were talking he thinks that he thinks that hazmat won and that um he thinks that hazmat won and um and that Peter Yan won. I uh Lone Star. I thought that um Burns won and I thought Alja won. Here's the thing Hazmat and Yan were moving forward the most by far. They controlled the center and they were moving forward. But I think that the better blows and the and the control and the better fighting and sp- Kelly Clark, that yep, that's her. Yep. Forty sixth in the world. That's crazy. And I just saw her today at the beach. Weird, right? Man, she's nice. It's
4: like a celebrity. <laughs>
0: It is like a celebrity. They're both really nice, her and her husband, her boyfriend Lance. They're really nice, and he—I think he might be Canadian, which is weird. That's a joke, people. That's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Hey, yesterday someone's like someone in the comments wrote, uh, do you think Canadians really want to come to the US? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, You I would think that you guys want to stay in your country too and do your semifinal. I didn't mean it like if I lived in Uzbekistan, I'd want to stay in Uzbekistan and do it. Don't get all weird. Like, I, I'm not suggesting that Americans don't want to go to Canada because something's wrong with Canada, even though there is. I'm just suggesting that they don't want to go to Canada because they don't crossing the border. Son of a bitch. You don't fuck in front of your dog. Right. Caleb? Can you explain that to me? Can you explain that to me?
4: Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, it. My <laughs> thought process is essentially that I've had the dog since it was a puppy, oh, okay, and the and the cat is since it was since she was a kitten. But I feel like I just I've basically trained it so that I know. Like, it basically just feels like a child. Like, I've taught it everything it knows. It does everything that I ask it to. Like, I understand, like, I can, like, pick up on its, like, emotions and stuff like that. And so I feel like it has, like, a human. It's also a border collie. So it's, like, basically a human just by how smart it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just. Dude, have, you
0: need like, kids so bad. You need kids <laughs> so bad. But go on. Different story. Go on. Go on.
4: But yeah. So that, I just have this weird thing about, it's like, if I have the dog in the room, it's, like, basically just having, like, it's like if, as if you were have like a seven year old kid in your bedroom while you're fucking.
0: Not like, cool. You know not, appropriate. And not, not appropriate. Not appropriate. Well,
4: okay, sorry. So like, <laughs> if you like, a, like, you imagine hanging around. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I got kid.
0: a seven year old. You can't fuck Hi. with. I can't fuck with Avi in the room. Clearly, well,
4: you just can't like say anything without it. Like now, just repeating everything that you've just said. Right. So now, but I mean, obviously, it's a dog, so it's not going to just do that. But it also likes to like hop up and. Like even if I just go in to kiss my wife, like if I hug her and kiss her, like the dog wants to come in and like start humping one of them. So it's like yeah. I can't even have like my own. late waiting for an opportunity, literally.
0: Okay, let's see what. Let's say what Barnes. Wait, uh, uh, uh oh, oh, Caleb, I appreciate that. By the way, I've have, I have some. My first analysis is you need kids, but um, Jake, why don't you take? We are on Spotify. We are on Spotify. Uh, Mr. Ryan Barnes, go ahead, please. Definitely. What's up, man? How y'all been? Uh, very good.
3: What you been up to? I, uh, I talked to you in a little
0: while. Uh, yeah, it's been a little while. I agree. What's happening?
3: What you been up to? I, I, I had a kid, had a family. What you been up to?
0: It's great. It's great. I'm I'm pumped. Life's good. I'm just living the dream, you know, just with my homeboys Matt and Caleb and 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 you. How
3: bad? How did you see uh go for your kids? One more time. Just been for your kids. Oh, it's I, good. I
0: just been. It's good. Oh, I think I've talked to you before. You live in Watsonville.
3: Uh, I live in Louisiana.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Ryan, how can I help you, my friend?
3: Um, I'm just chilling, just listening to the podcast, and I'm like, me let me call Teddy. I ain't talking to that to that boy in a little minute.
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. You're, you're in Homa, Louisiana? Homa? Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. In H-O-U-M-A, Homa? Huma, Homa?
3: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm in Baton Rouge. i would going to all that
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, I got to go back to figuring out why Caleb can't fuck. Do you hey. fuck in front of your dog, uh, Mr. <laughs> Ryan?
3: Uh. I-, I ain't got a dog.
0: Oh, do you have any pets? He lives in the dorms.
3: No. Nah. Uh, no, I live with them. I got an apartment. Hey, hey, before I get off, I want to tell you that, uh, not, uh, that fucking, uh, not adding sugar, that shit is hard as fuck. I hope you know. What's hard? I tried. Oh, quitting sugar? Not, quitting added sugar? Yeah, it I is I thought of that shit that, for New Year's, bro. Every time you fucking look up something, they got this much sugar, that much sugar. How the fuck do you do it?
0: Yep. Hey, so I'm going to tell you how I did it. It was crazy. So basically I was trying for 15 years and I just kept giving up more and more shit. So basically when I started CrossFit, Ryan, the first thing I did is I stopped smoking cigarettes. Right. And then, because that just didn't, I didn't eat, I just didn't mix. And like I'd finish yeah. Fran and then go out in the parking lot and smoke a cigarette, you know, it was like tarted. So, so then. I basically then I quit drinking soda, and then and then and then I, I never really did candy bars or anything like that. And then I just stopped eating like things, I like chips, and and then I started eating less and less bread. And then finally, it was like almost no sugar at all. It was just like um, I, I don't even know what sugar I would have. Maybe in alcohol I would have it, or in like bar I would have like occasional bars. And then finally, I was like, "Hey, I'm really gonna fucking put my foot down." And I did that about two years ago, I want to say. And I did it. I, this is how I did it. I told myself that I could eat as much meat and hard cheese as I wanted to. And I kind of got that idea from uh, Paul Saladino. Not kind of. I did. And so I basically just let myself eat like, and by meat, I mean, hot dogs, steak, anything that just as long as it didn't have added sugar didn't matter. And I did that for like, uh, at like two weeks. And then I started adding like avocados and greens in, and then I was, I broke me and then i was just like holy shit the thing is is after like a week you'll start craving so much fat I, and 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 what i hear is is you go into something called ketosis so instead of burning sugar as your primary fuel you start to burn fat and then you start craving fat and it's crazy cuz then you can use as much nuts and avocados and shit as you want for a while and that's how i did it and then i just and now basically it's it's i'm it's pretty good it's it's i'm you know i'm, I'm not as strict as i used to be but i'm pretty good like i still i like
2: And and that was condensed. How many years was that for you?
0: How many years? It took me like 15 years basically to to get to that point. Right. 15 years of just whittling away at like um, refined carbohydrates and sugar and then finally just making the jump.
2: Yep. That's the biggest thing. They're just small steps there, Ryan, because we, we tell the members of the gym all the time, start, start with the liquid sugars, like start cutting those out. So if you drink 30 Cokes a week, go to 25 the next week, go to 20 then go to 15, and then slowly step yourself down. Oh, no,
3: my, my problem, man, with the soda, I haven't had a soda since I was getting My problem is with biscuits or, like, mm-hmm. if I ain't had a candy bar in a while, I'm like, well, shit, I've been doing so good. Let me go ahead and treat myself. And then it'll turn into two, three, four candy bars or a bag of Skittles, and then it'll go to, like, a week or two of me eating candy. And then, oh, fuck, I can't even try
2: Yeah, do you eat it mostly at night, like in the evening, or is it throughout the day as well?
3: Uh, Sometimes it's throughout the day, and then sometimes it's like at night. night. I'm going to put on three, four movie, I'm just sitting here and eat. Do you smoke weed? Do
0: Do you smoke weed? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's that, that. I mean, if I smoke weed, there'd be no chance. There'd be no chance in me stopping the thing. Uh, one of the things is I used to travel a lot. So I'd go to like hotel rooms like I used to stay in nice hotel rooms, thousand bucks a night, motherfuckers. And just <laughs> you wouldn't believe the bar. So I would get to my room at fucking 11 o'clock at night, keep drinking and eat 10 packs of gummy bears and call room service and having me bring up 10 more. Yeah. Once you open that door and it was oh, because I was geez. drunk all the time. So, so you can't, it's really hard to yeah. quit sugar if you're doing other drugs because then all the drugs just want to jump in.
2: There is one trick though. After you have a little bit or even before you do, before you go down the, the treats, especially if you do it in the evening, just go brush your teeth with like a shitload of toothpaste. And basically... Oh, yeah, oh,
3: it. Too.
2: yeah, because then it'll... Or eat fruit. Distance.
0: Eating fruit really works too. If you eat a whole apple, like you're... Fr- I
3: about to say, we're not... I- not smoke weed. It's like I don't want any candy. I just want I want pizza. I want burgers. I want yeah. That's want the same weed. as it's almost
0: worse than candy. That bread and pizza. And, uh, and it's almost man. They they didn't sell a billion Jack in the Box hamburgers because they taste like ass. I'm sorry. I know everyone's gonna be like, no, those are horrible bullshit.
2: I would love I love a Jack in the Box
0: hamburger because that bread is yum.
2: I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you. That bread is yum. Especially after you smoke that bowl, then you're gonna go yeah. that drive-thru. And, and I'll take the easy. Oreo
0: milkshake and so two large bark. diet cokes. Please. <laughs> you just busted a nut, Ryan. Just busted a nut.
3: <clears throat> Ryan, nice talking to <laughs> you, brother.
0: Stay in touch. Hey, peace, peace. Watch out for the alligators. Uh, Never look back. That was November. To uh, here's Denise. What is she saying? It's not
2: actually <laughs> Jenny. That's what I did last. Time. I'm like, see, I planted. Wait, that what are we that- looking that- at? You, you, you have it right. It's dense after 40. Okay. And I never looked back. Oh, yeah. Dense,
0: Denise. Yeah, do fine. Denise. Never looked back. That was November 2020-ish. Since then, I've added in uh, some carb fruits and white rice since I was training CF more often, but I've never felt better. Yeah. Hey, you know how I know I'm crazy? How? Because I bought a container. Well, one, because I wear this hat. But two... <laughs> Um, I, bu- I bought a, uh, I bought a container that, that, that's like you store dog food in and like seal it. So rats can't get in. And then I got, do you know what I'm going to say, Caleb? No. And then I bought like 20 of those. What are those things called that like they're in your vitamins so that moisture doesn't get in there in incandescent. What are those things called? That's a
4: light bulb, but I don't think that. Oh yeah, you're
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know what I'm talking right. about? They're like these packets that keep like moisture out of your shit. Anyway, fine and jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. just vitamins. Anytime you open a brand new bottle of vitamins, there's one. Right. There. Anyway, and I bought a whole pack of those and I bought a fifty fifty pound bag of rice. And I put it in all in there. And I'm gonna get another fifty pounds of rice. So I have a hundred pounds of rice.
4: In a dog food container.
0: Yeah, because like that's the only violent. thing I could find that was like he's prepping. See, yeah, I'm prepping. I'm prepping. He's a prepper, end, yeah. of day is, end of days. End of days. Prepping. I don't even. I don't even have water, but I got hundred pounds of rice.
2: You know what's funny? Somebody sent me this thing in the DM that was like a a clip from like Fox News. It was like uh, Tucker Carlson, and he was talking about the food shortage that was going to come and like how bad it was going to be. And right at the end of the article, talked about his uh like meal ready to eat company that he had in there and he's like selling these like package sucker meals sucker like, that's me oh, is there a hidden agenda here we need you to be afraid of the food source. by the way have a solution <laughs> i'm, I'm like, such okay, a well. sucker
0: but i just bought. i just bought oh here oh yes i just bought rice i just bought i bought well i bought 50 pounds of rice and this container holds another 50 pounds so i'm gonna have 100 pounds of rice part of me just wanted to start putting my hand in there and doing like you know those hand workouts you do in rice I mean, like but i'm rotting. like hey this is Supposed to, yeah. Supposed you ever to drop your this. phone
2: in water? You're ready to rock too. Yeah, you could drop fifty phones in water and be good. Just start stuffing them in that rice.
0: You guys have any food ready for Armageddon when the zombies come?
2: I don't even have food for tonight. Bunch I'm of ravioli, canned Chef Boyardee. I need to buy some of those MREs.
0: Um. So uh, uh, those shits
4: are expensive.
0: Yeah, they are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Just get
2: rice. You
4: uh, trying to buy them in, like in a in a regular store that's like. 10 bucks, 15
2: bucks. I got a bulletproof vest and about 100 rounds of some 223 armor piercing. You're ready to
1: go.
4: You're good. That's all you need. You just steal from everybody else.
0: <laughs> uh, can you p- uh, play number 12 for me? Number 12. I, I, I kind of want this guy to be a feature on every show.
2: <laughs> are you Are you bringing it up here? Yeah,
0: I got it. Just okay. like. uh, it's um BU by Gundy. Last week, this guy told us that you know, it's not just about pussy. You need
2: girls who have money. And this one no, Sean G. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, is that his name? Sean yeah. G? Yeah. He's okay, got a YouTube
2: go. channel. I've been, I've been studying. Okay, here we go.
3: Uh-oh. Listen to me, man. Be unique, man. What's up, old boy? Be unique, man. Be unique. Be different. Don't copy them motherfuckers, man. Don't, don't copy them motherfuckers. They don't know what they doing. And they copying another motherfucker who don't know what he's doing. You supposed to be unique. It's only one of you. It ain't two of you. It's only one of you. Your whole mitochondria, your whole DNA, it's only you, man. Be your true, unique self. Be able to stand by yourself, all by yourself. Like, now, nah, I'm standing here. I'm chilling here like this. I ain't going over there. Don't copy them motherfuckers. Don't copy them. Them niggas, they don't know where they going. They got no direction, no aim, no map, no compass, no water. They don't know what's up. Be your own unique self and follow your heart and follow your mind, man. That's what you do. Be unique, man. Yes. Hey man, listen.
2: <sighs> Those high knees at the end or what's up.
0: I, I just I just I just want to be a part of that. That's why I like that dude. Should we get him on the show? No, not yet. Okay. I, he only has nine thousand followers. We got, we got fucking standards. But, but <laughs> I, I, I feel everything he says.
2: I like his stuff. I started. It's not just him. about
0: pussy. It's about you need girls with money too. <laughs> not it, be you.
2: I I don't know. Was that
0: that the message? I don't know. I just, I just. It's, it's like, it's like that clip that we played uh, earlier today in the show this morning. Um, the words don't even matter that come out of his mouth. It's something else. It's, it's. Um, yeah, Bo, Bo Hayes, Hayes said he's dope. Yeah, he's dope. He's so fun.
2: Future in the newsletter.
0: It's the same reason why I like the Liver King, and I can't believe people hate on him. I saw Joe Rogan hating on the Liver King. Listen,
2: listen. I want to tell you something. If you eat
0: this, if you think that the liver king is telling you that if you eat this, you're going to have his body, you deserve to buy this and and be duped. That is not what he's saying. I've never got that from him. I'm not eating this to look like him. And I could give two rats ass if he's on steroids or not. Zero. Why would I care? I mean, I care just for the um, curiosity, just like I'm curious how many um, uh, uh, um, uh, pounds of grapes I'm going to get this year. But like, if I know or don't know, like I don't care. I don't. Why would you care? If he says, if he says that he's natural and he's not, I feel bad for him. It's not, it means nothing to me. I'm not judging him. I don't think he's an asshole. But I do know that the, that these dead animal organs in here help my situation, and that's why I buy the shit. They don't sponsor me. They give us money to cover Waterpalooza, but, but how could you possibly think that he's telling you to buy these, to look like him, that he's never said that. Never have anything close to that. That's like just, just a huge jump. When, when I, when I heard Rogan attacking him or when I hear people attacking him, I'm like, that's your problem. That's, it's so obviously, it's so obvious to me, that's your problem. Now, if you were just like casually to be like, yeah, um, I, I'm pretty, I, I don't believe him that he's not, not that he's natural. That he's on steroids. Okay, I get it. But there's like this hate towards him. I love his shtick. It only makes my life better watching him. I don't watch him and think I want to do bad shit. I watch him and think I want to do good shit. I want to eat better. I want to exercise. I want to be close to my family. I, I I I don't I don't get why you would why you would hate on him in any
2: way. It's kind of like the same. You feel deal. you feel bad for his kids. I don't want to do it. It's kind of like the same thing, like you'll hear like a story of um, Did you listen
0: so, sorry Susan, hold on one second. Did you listen to the podcast? His kids his the reason why he does this stuff is because of his kids. His kids were fucking dying, one of them especially from autoimmune diseases. Disease. Mm-hmm. He changed his whole fucking life. He's been through a lot. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by him. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. What are we gonna say, Suda?
2: It's like when you hear like a story of like, um, <laughs> you know, like fit thirty year old, like whatever, dies to like a heart thing or something. You instantly kind of look and you're like, okay, well maybe there is a condition that's really rare that it happens <laughs> to, or, or there was like a recent um, in Sacramento. There was like this recent shooting outside of a nightclub. And it was like, oh, was it a, was it a, just an active shooter or was there some sort of like, was it, you know, a fight or something that escalated? And you kind of almost look for those things because then if you could point to it and go, oh no, he had a rare condition in his heart. That's why I died. Oh no, it wasn't a, just an active, uh, act of rad, like random act of violence with the shooting. It was actually gang related and they kind of knew each other and stuff. Then you feel better about it. Right. Like, oh, there was an, an accident and some random person accidentally got hit by a semi. And you're kind of like, well, hopefully, you know, were they on their phone? Were they not paying attention? Because then it makes you feel a little bit more secure. Like, oh, there was a reason that happened or that was that happened uniquely to them. And so I think sometimes with the liver cream thing, people immediately hate on it and they'll go, oh, well, he's not natural and he's doing all this because then they're kind of justifying his success. Like, oh, he's just lying. He's just a charlatan. You know what I mean? He, he's taking shortcuts. That's why, that's why he's so successful on his internet platforms and his business is booming. Because then they this to be, have to be like oh shit this dude just works really hard regardless of steroid uses or not right so it's almost yeah like, oh, I they, don't get no why they I don't
0: get why anyone it. cares uh, like un- unless like unless you unless you were like hey you really want that body and you want to know what exactly what supplements he took so you can get that body okay then I could see caring but right. I, like I don't care if he's lying or telling the truth like I I don't that's not
2: or this comment that is – every saying, every. Because- Idiots will start eating raw liver since he does it. But here's the thing. What's the side effect from that? Like, is anything bad going to happen? Because I know a well, lot of people. Well,
0: have, I'm, have yeah, infection. I'm one of those idiots. I would have never eaten raw liver if I didn't see him do it. And I did it.
2: But like, what's the name? I would have of never
0: eaten have? raw eggs if he did. I didn't see him do it. I did it. If he, if I didn't see uh, Paul, what's it, what's also fascinating too is Paul Saladino is friends with Joe Rogan and friends with uh, the liver king.
5: Mm-hmm. And but Paul Saladino Joe? is
0: very, very. Cl- I think Paul Saladino maybe is even what got Joe to try the carnivore diet, and 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 I and I know Paul Saladino is very close with Deliver King, and has helped him a lot with um helping uh some of the ailments that Deliver King's kids have had.
2: Yeah, that's what he's talk about. You think Joe was just kind of in an annoyed mood? you know how like he's always on his podcast and do a bunch of stuff and like everything gets like clipped and then it goes like all over the place. Yeah. he was just like kind of just annoyed that day. And someone just kind of caught that. Sure. he was just annoyed and just like went off that riff and didn't really mean as much as like the, you know how bad it was or how bad it seemed, but that clips just, it's already gone. It already happened. So
3: now that's, let let me say this
0: though. He, there, there was that, you remember that whole montage that they, that they put together of him. Yes. That's not nearly as mean as what he said about the liver King. <laughs> That's the liver King is just one man. Yeah. He and he did just a came at him. at him so hard and it's like, dude. Yeah, he did. Uh, Ken Walters. I've been on Paul Saldino's live blood and beef organs for three months now. And it's been phenomenal. My CF workouts, mood, sleep, everything hard to describe, even feel more of this inner peace about everything. Um, Ken, I, so m- me too, but, for me, I still don't recommend those to anyone unless your diet's super clean already. Yeah. Like I don't, I I think the reason why they're so they're, they're so powerful for me is because my diet is so clean already. But yeah, but I sure as feel don't feel more buff. I've been taking creatine and arginine and shit. I feel swole as shit. Bench in 195.
2: Dude, we need a creatine sponsor. I've almost started taking it because of you talking about it all the time. Bench in
0: 195. <laughs> like, oh. dude, I have,
2: like, no desire to – are you it. taking creatine? Yeah. You guys don't take – you don't take creatine, Sousa? No. I I, I, no, I, I Hey, I'll no, show I you what you – have in the, the past, but, like there's, –
0: no. There's only one to get. That's the funny part All the other shit is stupid There's just one to get It's a bag of just raw creatine And yeah. if you just put what's the best creatine It'll bring it up there Like all this other dumb shit that our friends are selling from now. Sports. Don't buy any of that dumb shit And it tastes horrible You take a little spoonful of the creatine You put it in water and tastes I, like something? Or it's the arginine One of them tastes it, horrible maybe the arginine. And I put them both in a little shot glass of water And I spin it around And I just shoot it down
2: Do you measure and, how much you take?
0: No, no, I take you're it. Just, no, it's different every time.
2: You're just free balling it, huh? Ball, yeah, yes, yes. Just... I have no idea. Did I just want to get through
0: these phase? two huge jars I have. What?
2: Did you go through a loading phase?
0: No, no. <laughs> I, I basically just use it like for motivation. I How many take months sh- have you been doing it?
2: <laughs> no! <Damn! laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you're supposed aren't you supposed to like kind of like wean on and off of it over a That's
0: period of workout. You can wean whatever you want, because so I don't workout. do any weaning. I don't do any weaning. I don't do anything that sounds like weaner. Hey, I, I, I like taking it because then it makes me work out a little extra hard anyway, because like I'm like, I hey, I'm not gonna waste that shit. you You know what I mean? So like, like, yeah. And I've been just doing a lot more. uh, I've been doing a lot more like bodybuilding stuff. Mm. Like, so today, today, today I just held 20 pound um, weight after, after riding the assault bike, I held the 20 pound dumbbells and and instead of doing a a hand clean, I do a curl to press one, two, three, four. I do. I've been doing more of that. I mean, I still do all like some other shit. I do a ton of negatives, ton of negative um, bar muscle ups. As slow as I can okay. through the transition, because that shit'll make you strong. It will, yeah. Yeah. So. And I or and I do. I don't have hair. Will. <sighs> <laughs> oh shit!
2: His hair started falling out. Is I wonder? Is he serious?
0: <laughs> hey, I bought some creatine one time that was like one of the brands, you know, like one mm. of the brands, and it, it blend. Would, it, would, it would make me angry oh shit that's some good yeah
2: shit.
0: yeah <laughs> it know, would make it. me angry i didn't lose any hair but it made me angry it
2: wasn't that jb creatine, was it
0: hey is will telling the truth that it that it,
2: it did it i don't think he is but maybe i don't know it's
4: probably just shitting on the fact that i'm bald thanks will <laughs> i don't have a choice
0: Okay, let's look at number fourteen. I want to get this off the list. I mean, I think I've already talked about it once, but I wanna but I wanna bring it up one more time. This is the iDisc phone lockbox. And Chris Williamson put out a have we talked about this yet? Yeah. Okay. Oh, never mind. Well,
2: they got some muffins in there now.
0: <laughs> basically basically it's a box that um oh Will says he's not joking. Basically, oh, it's a box that you put shit in, and then you set a timer, and the box only opens and closes at certain times of the day. And this guy, Chris Williamson, I was on his podcast, and it, 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 that podcast kind of damaged me. <laughs> That's a whole other story. but um, Or I let myself get damaged. Take responsibility, you pussy. Um, he talks about how he has to put his phone in there so that he can get away from his phone.
2: Dude, you know who we should get that for?
0: I would never admit that. I have way we- too much pride for that. We should I would fucking first. throw my phone in the ocean before I did that. Go ahead. <laughs> and I would do that. I would go down. I'm totally that guy. Fuck you.
2: And then like 10 minutes later be like, fuck. How <laughs> yes,
0: yes. <laughs> yep. And order a new one at the Apple should store. Yep. yep.
2: Yep. I was saying we should get one of those for our caller, Ryan. Then that way when he gets stoned, he could put all the treats in the lockbox and then set the oh. timer for after he's done. And then he wouldn't figure out how to get it open anyways. He'd be stoned, and then it'd be all good. Dude, that dude
0: lives in between a Kentucky Fried Chicken and a 7-Eleven. He's... Okay, I'm crossing this one off the list. Okay, so we talked about the lockbox. Done. Okay, Uh, uh, let's get rid of number 15, too. Wow, the show's gone long already. Hour and a half. Tomorrow we have Con Porter on, guys. It's going to be good. We screwed that up once. Sorry, uh, he's coming on tomorrow. Okay, let's play. I forget even why I chose this, been on the list so I'm long.
3: Twenty-five years old, I'm gonna be a self-made millionaire. And he laughed at me. How old are you? I'm twenty-four now, so You Yeah, I I already feel like a millionaire, Ryan. You know, what yeah, I really yeah. do. I feel like a millionaire, I feel like a superstar, and that's the way I kept that's the way I felt back then when I first started. Yeah. You know, I kept that vision in my head, I kept that belief. I hit the gym, I trained hard, I believed in my abilities, and now here I am. I'm at the making, making a big name for myself on the, on the mixed martial arts scene. I'm at the making some money, and hopefully it inspires all the martial arts, I here and all, all the guys from my gym and all around the country to go after their dreams and chase it down because there's only one thing that's impossible, and that's to be a man that doesn't give up. By the time I'm 25 years old, I'm going to be a self-made millionaire. To be the man that doesn't
0: give up. Oh, but he's on steroids. He's a horrible man. He's on steroids. He threw he threw a temper tantrum. I don't like his attitude. He said he said something bad about someone's wife. Shut up. Take the good that you see from Conor McGregor and add it to your quiver and throw the rest away. Don't waste your time worrying about any of that other stuff.
2: I was going to ask if you, you think he's changed since then.
1: Yeah,
0: he's changed. He's rich as shit. He's got his own whiskey.
2: Did you ever see the documentary that they posted um posted that they put up on him from Netflix maybe like a couple years ago?
0: It was stupid.
2: You didn't like it? Cuz I well
0: cuz I kind of lived it. I've been following him close his whole career. Mm. Uh, not his whole career.
2: I think my favorite part of it that just stuck out was when he, they gave, I think they gave him that house in Vegas or whatever, or maybe he bought it and he was showing everybody then he'd be like and look at my closet and then they would open up and he would look at them for the reaction when they'd be like holy shit he would be like i know right it's crazy like he was like just as shocked as like as he's showing people and just like to see the reaction of it because he was right. just feeling it for the first time every time they walked into i thought that part was pretty cool it
0: was like a for a comeback fight and then he ended up losing the fight right mhm in the dock or something yeah i don't know i just i i just, I, I guess i wanted to see a, stupid's not right i guess since i just lived it already in real time i just Mm -hmm. didn't um
2: it didn't do it for you see i didn't follow him like crazy close so for me it was like more of an insight
0: um isn't it amazing that girl scout cookies cause type 2 diabetes what listen did you know listen
2: girl scouts are on steroids
0: you don't have a package of thin mints in your freezer You're worried, like, if you want, if you want to, like, instead of going after the liver king or Conor McGregor, why don't you go after the girl scouts? (laughs) Oh, but they're such cute little girls. They fucking sell shit that makes people fat and shortens their life. And they brag about it. And they use little kids to peddle it. Hey, it is, it's like some fucked up thing. It's like, you know, like in, in like the ghetto movies, like or in the wire. You see like a seven year old taking, selling drugs in front of the projects. It's like that. But 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 the white people's version. We got the Girl Scouts. We kill them slowly with cookies. It is. I mean, it really is. And seriously overpriced. And seriously overpriced. We're going you're gonna, and, and you don't even get high. You're fucking miserable. The only time you enjoy it is when it's in your mouth. It's the so opposite it's of fun. dick. You only enjoy it when it's out of your mouth. It's okay. fucking crazy. Now I'm only speaking from experience. <laughs> only enjoyed dick when it's not in my mouth.
2: If you had to replace what they sold, what, what would you have them sell instead?
0: <coughs> say that again?
2: If you had to replace what they sold, what would you have them sell instead?
0: Uh, glucose monitors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say creatine.
0: Creatine? Creatine? <laughs> Seven, the and creatine? Seven, in regards to the Girl Scouts, take the good and throw the rest away. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't quite work
2: like that. Doesn't quite work like that. I appreciate it. I appreciate
0: the attempt. I appreciate the attempt. It's not, it doesn't quite work like that.
2: I like the uh, eyes of dead call right here. The Girl Scout cookies don't cause it. The idiots who overconsume them. <laughs> you know what? You I only put
0: a little bit of in. peanut butter in my Lamborghini in the gas tank, just a small dollop. And now it's running weird. <laughs> Hey, how do I get rid of this person? How come everyone else I can block and I can't block
2: Ujapeth? That's, that's a Twitch. That's oh, a Twitch Twitter. comment. That's uh, why. Get your Girl Scout creatine this year. Yeah, why don't they put some creatine in those cookies? Oh, Sogo snacks. What if they? What if the Girl Scouts cookies sold Sogo snacks? Sogo snacks. Oh, we look at you. You got to. St-
3: God, I wish these guys
2: deck. would sponsor me. On deck. What even are those? He replaced the bag of weed with Sogo snacks.
0: No, the bag of weed's here somewhere. <laughs> Who stole my bag of weed? <laughs> <It's> got, <laughs> I, I pushed it out of the way.
2: PS driver. Mm, that's a real endorsement right there. Um, We do need a Sogo snacks sponsorship. What the hell?
0: I want to show you this guy. I can't stand this guy. I cannot stand this guy, but I, but I want to show you this is how bad the situation is with our current president. This guy has done so much damage to the country. This next video I'm about to show you. It's number 17. He preaches weakness. He treat preaches the victim mindset. He preaches blaming other people. Instead of talking about the actual subject at hand and actually pointing out the facts, he just makes fun of people. Um, you know, it's funny. Someone told me the other day, they're like, "Um, how could you vote? How could anyone possibly like Donald Trump? And they went off on it to me. And I'm like, hey, I totally get what you're saying. You don't vote for Donald Trump because you like him. You do it for your country. You do it because because we have a babbling idiot, um, senile old man falling apart at the helm. Who's in, I cannot believe what's happened to this country in two years. You don't vote for Donald Trump because you like him. We hope for him because options. he's the best thing. He's the best thing for the would have been the best thing for the country. You have to get over yourself. Yeah, you're right. No, one, no one. No one's like super excited to have Donald Trump over at the house for Thanksgiving to me to like hang out. I get it. But man, you sure as hell don't want to hang out with Biden. You feel bad. Like he'd be like, I can someone wipe my butt. He's like in the bathroom like my kids. No, and, and I have to send my kids away. No, these are good. Okay, Trevor Noah, one of the most vile human beings, and I say vile in the sense that he argues other human beings' limitations for them instead of believing in people. Look what he says:
3: The Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet or maybe he'd just like ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as president wildcard. You know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'd be racing to pick up the phone. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here. We're here. Hello? Too late, Ahmed. You made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE. Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. (laughs) And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump.
0: Never. Yeah, I'd host Donald Trump, too. No one one was ever ignoring Donald Donald Trump's call. You can watch. Bye-bye, Noah. Um. one thank you, Caleb. Um. When 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 the Nelk Boys interviewed Trump, he they He was. They were all so good. Trevor's the worst. I know. Him and 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 Colbert and Stewart, they lost their mind. It's it's so sad. But you know who who Bill Maher turned the ship around. Joe Rogan tried to turn the ship around. Russell Brand tried to turn the ship around. These were like hardcore socialists. Hmm. All right. I feel pretty good about getting those off the list. That was good. Uh, Oh, number 18. I had a friend that wouldn't have sex in front of his dog. Did we talk about that?
2: (laughs) Check that one off the list. Now you have
0: two
4: friends.
0: (laughs) Hey, I heard there. Well, one more thing before we go. Can you type in Philadelphia and type in news? Are they they requiring masks in Philly now again?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: Sure are. A piece of meat stuck in there. Oh really? Is that true, Bruce? Bill Maurer's on. Oh wow. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Oh shoot, I'm out of uh mints. Uh sorry. Sc- masks are required inside the Philadelphia Reinstates indoor mass mandate as COVID 19 cases rise across, blah, blah, blah. Hey, it's so crazy. I want to say it's so funny. Can you type in New Zealand COVID? Like in just look up the look at their Google their Google uh yeah. New Zealand COVID. Look at this. I just love this. Wait, what happened? Look at and that's all time. Hey guys, what what happened to the
2: you guys gotta get I told you. That's why they should have never let him outside.
0: I told you. You should have just built huge concentration camps and gotten rid of everybody. <laughs> you knuckleheads you locked your whole country down like morons and now look what you've done boy you really last you really did a good job (laughs) people would people from new zealand would just go crazy on my instagram because i would be like dude you guys are screwed you better let this thing run wild
4: it only lasted two years
0: crazy Hey Denise, why we can't just tell us to go to Justin Maderos' story. Are there naked girls there? Like what? Why would we go over there? I mean, I like Justin a lot. I like his dad. But why would he is he in Philadelphia with a mask on? <laughs> Australia is the same way. Australia got, got slammed. Uh, when is Brian coming back for games update? Uh, he was actually just texting me today about um he what he thought about Colt Merton's chances to uh um, make it to the games and uh, I didn't like what I heard. So I blocked Brian. Um, <laughs> Putin caused that spike. <laughs> oh yeah. That's another thing. There's people that think that it's Putin's fault that our gas prices are up. There's people who think that in this country. That's like saying I'm not eating a candy bar right now. And it's seven Eleven's fault because they're closed. Oh, it's such. It's it, I. I can't even imagine being in a brain like that. Um, that is so detached from your own personal responsibility and capabilities. Go ahead. I, you
2: you that, I told you about that guy that posted on my thing that I put up about like home, like changing, changing the ver- the verbiage around uh, homeless camps and calling them open drug markets. And he said that um, the only reason that most of the homeless are on drugs is um, so they could stay up through the night for protection.
0: (laughs) I go to every night when I go to bed, I put I put a condom on before I go to sleep just in case someone jumps on my dick. (laughs)
2: Hey, never know when you're (laughs) going to get crazy talk. I was like fucking crazy talk. that's, That's an interesting perspective.
0: I do meth just because I'm afraid if I go to sleep, I'll get robbed.
2: It sounds like somebody would be like, oh, okay. He's like, I just need to come inside and use your restroom real quick. Oh, okay. And then they're rifling through their stuff in their room. And it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just looking for a pair of socks where you keep your money over here. Oh, okay.
5: (laughs) No problem.
2: Hey, all my money's gone. Yeah, somebody came in while I was in your bedroom and took it, but it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) You got to be pretty naive to think that. Wait, Scott um, Pancheck signed up for a semifinal.
0: I, I, I'm surprised, Victor, because um, I because I can't um, I, I can't. There's no end to that game. I like to see the end. There's no solution to that game, and I just can't imagine that in my own head. But but it's because they don't see the pro- they don't see it for what it is. That I know it's not. I know it's just because they're thinking wrong. So I guess I can't believe it. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. You're right. You win. Thank you. I'm not surprised. China dystopian paradise. Uh where where is let's uh let's um let's look where Scott is. And then and then we oh. have to go. I tried and oh, well, well, we have to go. Let's look where Scott is. Scott Panchik, someone is saying Will Brandstetter is saying that Scott Panchik uh has signed up uh for, for the Mac. Wow. Ooh. Okay, let's see who's in there really quick. We'll see yeah. Hopper. Okay. So uh so Scott will beat so Scott may not beat Justin but he'll beat Hopper, okay? Who else? Keep going. Uh there, I guess there's a chance Travis could beat Scott, unlikely. Uh okay, keep going.
4: Angelo will definitely beat him.
0: Angelo will definitely. Wait, wait, wait. Why is Angelo in there? That makes no sense. Should ask him. Okay, let's call Angelo right now. That makes no sense. Isn't Angelo on a team? Wait, are you at the right year?
5: No, maybe not.
2: Oh
0: shit.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. That's
3: right <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay,
2: okay, okay. Will's gonna come in here and
4: unfuck me. Syndicate crown. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! You made him get out of bed for this. Damn it. <laughs> okay. That's well. Okay. Actually, I just need a security code from That's on. only
0: reasonable. Oh, did you just? Send, did, did they just send it?
2: <laughs> no, it was before the show.
0: I need it for my oh, other laptop. Oh, sorry. I'll look right. Yeah, now. people. This
4: is this is what working on the podcast is like. You need a security <laughs> code. You got to hop on the show to get it. Nobody answers their phone. Everybody <laughs> has off to another shit.
0: What time would they have sent that, Will? Oh, I see it. 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 I should just give you access to my email. Um, I'm sending it to you now. Okay. We we're just talking about um, this. Okay. He let him into okay. the house and
4: he steals the money from the sock drawer.
0: <laughs> hey, so can any let's – let's see if there's four people who can beat Scott here. Basically, we're trying to figure out whether he can go to the games. I don't see anyone who can beat Scott.
4: James Sprague James-
0: maybe no but, but 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 he'll do good I think uh, uh Tudor Magda well, I think is that the that's the guy that does cha- trains with uh James Townsend, I think that's the kid yep okay uh Will Morad he's really good and there's Taylor okay so Scott's going to the games he, but there's no, still more people who need
1: Justin and Hopper are in this too oh they are that's it yeah, well they're not on the leaderboard
0: yet, but they will be. Okay. <laughs> Hopper won't beat them, but Medeiros will. Okay. Well shit. You heard it here first. We should change the name of this. Uh Scott Panchik is going to the CrossFit games this year. Uh you heard it on the Sevon uh pod yeah. I yep. You heard it on the Sevon podcast. And Bruce uh Bruce uh Wayne uh, also uh puts his vote in there. Yeah, <laughs> just casually, I know, right, Corey? Okay guys uh, Thanks everyone for checking in Uh, Peace and love We'll see you tomorrow morning 7am Con Porter